What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You are listening to episode 414 of BD4. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for stopping by. We got a big one in this one. Um, The Yankees just wrapped up their regular season. They are getting ready for the postseason. Um, They finished up their year 99-63. and So we're going to go over a lot. Um, Now, as I am recording, it is Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. But this is going to be like a two-part episode. This is going to be a longer one. We are going to have a uh, guest later on join us in the show. Um, That interview will take place on Wednesday the 6th. So... As I'm recording, that has not happened yet, but this episode will be out at least at the latest by Friday the 8th. It is a postseason preview, regular season review type of episode. We're going to be doing report cards, little sports betting, and talk about the pros and cons of this team, what we feel comfortable with going into the postseason, and what we do not feel comfortable with. We'll do all that. We'll talk about that with our guest. Um, and then we'll talk. We'll do our report cards. So we're going to start off the show by getting into our report cards for the 2022 season. In which, once again, the Yankees went 99-63. and 63. But real quick, before you do all that, and um, before we do all of that, just a reminder that if you have not subscribed yet, be sure to do that. Download these episodes and all that stuff. All right? Now with that all the, uh, out of the way, let's go over it, man. Let's just dive right into it. You know, I don't like to waste too much time. So, let's talk about it. Let's go over the roster. We'll go through every player who's played a part on this Yankees team this year. We'll go through each individual, give out their final grade, maybe give a quick a little summary of why they got that grade. I'm trying not to spend too much time on each player. Just read a few numbers, talk about why they got that grade, and then we'll get to the start. You know, so we'll do the pick apart each position player, then we'll grade the starting rotation as a unit, the bullpen as a unit, and then we'll do the Yankees all together. We'll get a grade as well. Now, keep in mind a few things. Uh, these grades are based off of each of these players' own expectation. So if player one has a higher grade than player two, it doesn't exactly mean that player one played better than player two. All it could mean is that player one played up to his expectation more than player two did. Okay? So keep that in mind. If you know if Jose Trevino has a better grade than, you know, somebody you don't think he should have a better grade than, it's only because we expected very little from that spot this year. You know, just, that's just an example. <clears throat> so with that said, um, I figured we get into it. Episode four fourteen of BD four, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. 
We also do MMA now too. Yanks every series. Knicks every game. MMA on occasion. We actually just did a recent Knicks episode. They played their first preseason game and they won last night. So if you want to check out episode 413, be sure to do that. But um, as for this episode, let's get into it. Let's start with catcher because we'll go around the diamond. We'll go... We'll do the everyday players first. Then we'll start um, going to the bench after that. So we'll start at catcher. Jose Trevino. Jose Trevino had a, had a good year, man. Um, excuse me. He batted 248, 671 OPS. As you can see on the screen. I'm not going to read all those numbers because those of you who are watching can see it. Um, but 11 home runs, 12 doubles. Only 62 strikeouts in 115 games. That stands out to me. He got a B. I give him a B. I think we weren't expecting much at all. And we ended up getting a very solid catcher. Um, you could argue that, that that's very low grade. I just point out that, you know, at the end of the day, 248-671 is good for, for what we were expecting. Um, I, you know, I don't think it's anything worse for sure. Um, I do think, it, you know, it's solid. I think he was solid. Um, you know, he did slump at the end for a while, but Jose Trevino has just been, not only has he had good clutch moments at the plate and, and been a contact hitter, but he's, he's just been such a difference behind the plate at catcher. Having to deal with Gary Sanchez so long just be such a detriment behind the plate. Not communicating properly with certain pitchers. You know, Garrett Cole couldn't even pitch to him. Nobody seemed to like pitching to him. And he was just not a good catcher as well. Jose Trevino is a great friendly guy. He's a great communicator. Calls a great game. Catches a great game. He's very clean behind the dish. So I thought he handled the pitching staff very exceptionally this year. That's the first thing I wanted to mention. But yeah, he, he also he did a nice job hitting the ball. Again, he, he did cool off as the season wore, you know, uh, reached its end. But at the end of the day, I thought we got solid production from Jose Trevino. And that's why I gave him a B. As we go to first base, uh, we go to Anthony Rizzo. I gave Anthony Rizzo a B minus. I think he had a solid year. He had an 818 OPS. He had 32 home runs, 75 RBIs in 130 games. He only struck out 101 times. He played really good first base. Brought you power production. He had some clutch hits himself. Very disciplined hitter. Great leader in the clubhouse. He's always trying to lighten the mood, and he's a good veteran to have. I think the only things that take some points away from Rizzo is that he doesn't get a lot of hits. Right? You look at that 224. He, it's very often where he's not getting a hit. Um, again, he makes up for it with the walks and the slugging, but that's why the grade's not much higher. And also, he struggled to stay healthy. 
you know, with the back injuries. He only played 130 games, so he didn't miss 32. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Anthony Rizzo had a solid year. Um, some good, some bad, but a little more good. 32 home runs is a career high for him. And I'm excited to see him in the postseason, man. I am. Hopefully he's 100% healthy now and he can go full-fledged. Is that a word? Fledge? <laughs> I think I was trying to say full... Yeah, I think it is. I was trying to say full force. Um, so Anthony Rizzo, B-. As we go around the diamond, DJ LeMayu, who can really play first, second, or third. And that's why he, he's very valuable to have, is because he's a good defensive player who can play three different positions. He's also a contact bat. He got a C plus. Um, he's just not been the same. He had some moments when he was healthy where he was hitting. But one, he struggled to stay healthy. And two, just didn't, didn't have that same consistency this season. It was a better year this year than he had last season. I, w I will say that. There's no question about that. The power was back and he hit the ball more consistently. But it was still fairly inconsistent. He batted 261, had a 734 OPS. 12 home runs. You know, he was okay. Um, it's unfortunate that he's not the same player. Not even a shell of who he used to be. Because th those days were so fun. DJ was, was the best player on the team, in my opinion. Uh, back when he was in his prime, he was he was raking. He was going for a battle batting title each of those years. He was just two, three, four hits a game. It's like um, he he's fallen significantly from that. But I still think he's a solid player to have, and I still I still think he'll be um, a good player to have off the bench come October. And we'll get to that whole thing. But DJ, give him a C plus. Some injuries and just inconsistent at the plate this year. Second baseman, Glaber Torres. I gave Glaber Torres a B-. minus. He has been... His season has been... Talk about streaky. Um, he makes the all-star team in the first half. Or the first, you know, whatever portion of the season. And then after, after all-star break, he goes on this horrendous drop-off where he's just doing absolutely nothing and just dreadful at the plate. For a good month and a half. Um, but then he found himself. The last 25-30 games. He seemed to find his rhythm again. So he finished the year. 257 with the 761 OPS. 24 home runs. 76 RBIs. 10 stolen bases. In 140 games played. He was okay at second base. Nothing, nothing terrible. Much better than what we've seen when he plays shortstop. Seemed much more comfortable over there. Picked up some clutch hits. And as we always talk about with Glaber Torres, it's the approach he brings to the plate. That's going to depict a lot. You know, if he's focused out there, he's going to bring a good approach to the plate. If he carries that right center field mentality, he's going to get hits. And if he's not trying to hit home runs, the home runs will come naturally. Because he's got the lower body half. He's got the power there. So if he is focused in and locked in more often, he could be a guy who collects a lot more hits. But it's just not there consistently enough for him. 
And so that's why we saw these long streaks of good and bad with Glaber this season. But at the end of the day, if Glaber goes out there this October and he continues to rake, and he has in his October career, he's a playoff hitter, then then I'm fine. But yeah, a B minus. He, he had a solid season. It was a good bounce back season. The power stroke returned. You know the slugging. He almost had 30 doubles and just shy of 25 bombs. Glaber Torres, the last two seasons heading into this one, just completely stopped hitting for power. So it was nice to see that return. And he struck out a little more this year, sure. But again, when he's locked in and he's bringing that contact approach, it's it's like you have yourself a 300 hitter for the time being. You know? So I thought Glaber had himself a nice season. So we got a shortstop, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I gave him a Z, uh, a C plus. I gave IKF a C plus. I don't think he's as bad as, as some Yankees fans think. I don't think he's as good as as. Do any Yankees fans think he's good besides me? <laughs> I was gonna say it's something, but I don't know. I, I feel like he gets a lot of hate, but he's okay. At the end of the day, he's not that good. He's not that bad. Um, I, I think he fits decently at the bottom of the order. He's a bottom of the order contact bat. Um, but at 261, 72 strikeouts in 142 games. Um, he's a guy who loves hitting with runners in scoring position. He was one of the league leaders in that spot. Uh, I think he, I'm pretty sure he was over 320, 320-something in scoring position. Just kept the line moving with singles every time he got to the plate, and you know you had a guy on second or third or both. Um, I think the down, you know, the, 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 what's what's frustrating when it comes to IKF is obviously the shortstop defense, and I think that's going to be a problem in the playoffs. Um, and I'm very concerned about that. He had 15 errors on the season, and that's with very, very, very generous scorekeeping at times. There were a lot of times where he should have gotten an error, and he did not. If you watch the Yankees every day, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know that I am correct here. Because there are at least five, six different games where he's made errors. And the scorekeepers don't give him an error. They give it a hit. And he's actually had a few scorekeepers give him a hit when he's hit into an error. But I think he was, you know, adequate at the plate. He was a good, decent contact bat to have. And he's an important bat to have at the bottom of the order. Again, one who could put the bat on the ball. But it's just the terrible shortstop. He's got a bad arm. He's got the range. He's got good enough footwork to get to a ball and, and good enough speed, but it, it's the throwing. And every time he fields a, a routine play, I just have, I just get nervous. I'm not comfortable. So I don't know why Peraza is not shortstop. I think that should have happened a while ago. We should have been experimenting with that. Um, and you can have IKF go to third or IKF come off the bench if you want Donaldson a third so badly. But yeah, I, I'm not. I, I'd be lying if I said I was comfortable with Isaiah Connor Falefa as shortstop um, going into the postseason next week. But overall, he gets a C plus. Not great, but not the worst. Uh, Josh Donaldson, uh, he gets a D plus. I, I don't think he was good at all, man. Um, he batted two twenty two. His OPS was underneath seven hundred. He only had fifteen home runs, twenty eight doubles. Um, 148, excuse me, strikeouts in 132 games. It never really felt like he was ever hot for an extended time. 
And at the beginning of the season, when we were doing our, our preseason preview, I, I believe I said, I, I just want Josh Donaldson to give me 250, 25 home runs. He wasn't really close to that. Um, he he had some moments offensively. He had some clutch moments. The Yankees had a lot of clutch moments. He was one with a few walk-offs. Um, and he's got a beautiful-looking swing. When he's bringing that right center field approach himself, you you feel like he could be good. But it just never lasts. He just goes back out there and he slumps again. Um, he plays excellent third-base defense, and I will give him that. But I don't think playing great third-base defense for a guy who's getting paid $25 million this year is enough to get him anything more than a D-plus than a D plus when you are being just pretty bad at the plate. Um, so you can make a case I'm being too harsh, but this is my show and I give him a D-plus. Let's go to our guy out in right field. Aaron Judge gets an F. Um, I thought he was terrible all year. I think that it was pretty pathetic that Aaron Judge only batted 311 um, with a, a 1.111 OPS. Uh, I think it was, of course, the, the 62 home runs not being able to reach Bonds was abominable. Um, only walking 111 times. You know, people say he's such a threat at the plate. Well, if they're really scared to pitch to him, they walk him more than a league leading 111 times. Um, 131 RBIs is, is nothing. For a guy who's 6'8", 280, 16 stolen bases, garbage. Almost 400 total bases on the year, garbage. Played in every game but five, and he played a lot of center field. Thought he had a trash year. Judge gets a, an F. <laughs> now, Judge gets an A+, man. I mean, it, it's, it's... You know, we keep repeating ourselves, but he has had the MVP season. I mean, it, even if it wasn't just American League, National League, if it was just MLB MVP, he'd win that. Um, I think the talk about Otani at this point, it, it's it's mainly just people hating New York. I think that's what it is. Um, when, you, when you almost get a triple crown... And you break Roger Maris's American League home run record, and you drive. I mean, you're you're just you're just playing every day, and you're playing exceptional defense at any spot in the outfield they ask you to play. And your team is actually good. And if you take you off that good team, they become an average team. I'd say you probably deserve an MVP. Aaron Judge gets the A plus. Giancarlo Stanton DH'd most of the year. Gets a C minus for me. I don't think he had a good year at all. About a 211, 759 OPS, um, seven doubles on the year, 31 home runs in, in 110 games. So that's good. You at least know the power is there, right? But it's just he, he slumped way too much. 137 strikeouts in 110 games. Um, you're a guy who can't play the outfield. So you're the opposite of flexible and versatile. You're a problem because, you know, if you could play the outfield, it would allow the Yankees to do so much more. It would allow Boone to be so much more flexible. But 
that hasn't happened and you're hurt a lot. So it's like you're either hurt or you're slumping and 10% of the season you've been healthy and hitting. It feels like, um, so I thought he's had a bad year. I think his saving grace is that he kind of showed some life at the end of the season and that he had 31 home runs in 110 games, which is very good. Um, outside of that, no, it hasn't been the greatest year for Giancarlo Stan. I, th- I think he deserves a C minus. Um, Harrison Bader in center field. Thought he had a good a good tenure with the Yankees. You know, had the foot injury, so he couldn't play for a while. But he came in, and, and I liked what I saw. He gets a B plus. Um, the numbers aren't going to stand out at you, but you know, he's had some clutch hits, a lot of extra base hits right when he came here. Um, and he's playing really good center field. It, it's so nice to have a center fielder who can dive and do all of those things. So Bader gets a B plus for his short tenure here so far. I'm excited to see what he looks like in the playoffs. Um, Oswaldo Cabrera. What is there to say about Oswaldo Cabrera? The kid, the kid plays. Um, finished the season with a 741 OPS. And that was after he was not hitting for a long while there. But he really got hot from that Tampa Bay series and on. He found it. And he started picking up one hit a day. One hit and a walk in there. And of course he's playing exceptional defense. How many assists does this guy have on the year from the, from the outfield? Right field. Left field. He'll play third base. I think he even tried first base the other night. <laughs> Fucking guy just... He's awesome. He switch hits. He's got energy. The fans like him. And I think he could have himself a solid postseason. I see him getting a big hit in this first series. So Oswaldo Cabrera gets a B plus. You know. Kyle Higashioka. Fucking Kyle Higgy. Higgy gets a C minus. He kind of saved himself at the end of the year there. You know, turned it around a bit. But um 227, 653 OPS, 10 home runs in 80 something games. I don't know. I just don't think he's that good. Uh, Higgy gets gets a C minus from me. We're gonna head to break real quick, guys. When we get back, we'll wrap it up with the rest of the bench. We'll do Peraza. Marwin Hicks, and then we'll finish it up with a rotation, the bullpen, and then the Yankees as a team. Stay with us. We'll be right back in one sec. Hey guys, so if you are a listener of the podcast often and you want to know where to find me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at BD4. You can find me on Twitter at BD4Pod, and you can also find me on Instagram at Rob J. Carbone. BD4 is located on many different... You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you do there, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. You can listen to it on Spotify. But you can also watch the podcast on both Spotify and YouTube. BD4 is available on many other platforms as well. All you got to do is search it up. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and much more. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone, and you are listening to episode 414 of BD4. Thank you for stopping by. 
So, where we leave off? Oswald Peraza thought this kid deserves a B plus as well. He did nothing but hit when given the opportunity. He batted 306 with an 833 OPS, two stolen bases, three doubles, a home run, and 18 games played. He did nothing but hit. And I just hope, I, I, again, I wish that Oswald Peraza got more time. I wish they brought him up here earlier so we could it could be more of a sure thing that he's making the playoff roster. I just don't know anymore because they brought him up so late and they didn't play him much until they clinched. But he gets a B plus. He's played good shortstop and he has hit. He really, really has hit. And he's going to be a fun player to watch in the future. Marwin Gonzalez, I gave Marwin Gonzalez a D minus. I thought he was dreadful. Hit a buck eighty five across eighty six games. He he played defense well anywhere you needed him to, and he switch hit, but he couldn't hit, and he he sucked. <laughs> I, I hope he's not on the roster. He gets a D minus. And then Aaron Hicks. I mean, what else is there to say? Hicks is is abominable. Um, I wish the best of him with his new team next season if he is on a team, but. This season with the Yankees, his final year here, um, God forbid, uh, he gets an F. He, he definitely gets an F for, for his horrendous play this season. I think Aaron Hicks, uh, on both ends of the uh, of the field, was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, so with that said, we're going to head to one more break, get back, and then we'll wrap this up. We also have a website now for BD4. If you go to bd4blog.com, you can find the blog, the podcast links, and also where to find me on social media. Just go to bd4blog.com. Studio 69 Productions is a podcast production agency created by Leo Rodriguez to allow content creators to market their podcast. It's an online platform that will market your podcast or any other project that you're working on. Get in touch with Leo Rodriguez from Studio 69 Productions. You can find Studio 69 Productions on Instagram at Studio69NJ. Studio 69 Productions, where dreams are heard and born. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You are listening to episode 414 of the podcast. So that'll do it with the roster. Let's go to the bullpen. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's start with the rotation, then we'll get to the bullpen. And then we'll get to the team and grade them as a whole. I think the starting rotation gets a B plus. I think they were good. Um, 54 and 33. 351 ERA. They were 6th in innings pitched, 5th in strikeouts, 6th in hits, 5th in walks, 5th in hit batters, as in they don't walk, they don't hit batters a lot, and they don't walk a lot. 3rd in whip, and 3rd in batting average against. I, I thought they had a, you know, a good year, a B plus. I think Garrett Cole underachieved mightily, but I thought the rest of the staff was very solid. Uh, I thought Cortez was unbelievable. To a point where he's become overshadowed. Uh, I thought that Luis Severino was very solid. Very good. He just once again struggled with injury. Um, I thought while Jordan Montgomery was here, he was okay. I thought Jamison Tyone was okay. 
I thought Domingo Herman did a very solid job when he got the call. Uh, I thought Frankie Montas sucked. But thankfully, he's probably not going to be a part of this team um, in the next few weeks. At least for the first series. Jesus. I think he's done. Um, yeah, I think B+. plus. If Garrett Cole were to pitch even like a number two, which is crazy to say, I would have went higher. But that just really bothered me. And they dealt with some injuries. So, still, they, they figure out figured out a way to produce a, a good year. Um, so a B-plus for the starting pitching. In the bullpen, I, I go one tick lower with the bullpen. I give them one grade lower at a B. Take the relief pitching, who went 45-30 and 30 with a 297 ERA and 47 saves. was okay. Well, it was good. Uh, 22nd in innings pitched, which means the starters went a lot. 23rd in strikeouts. 5th in hits allowed, which is good. 15th and walks allowed, 19th and hit batters allowed. Which means they hit a lot of batters. 7th and whip and 6th and batting average against. Yeah, some guy, listen, they, they dealt with a shit ton of injuries. Um, but they managed away. Jonathan Loisaga had a good year uh, at the end there. But the overall, he wasn't great. Wandy Peralta, one of their better relievers. He's now hurt. Ron Marinaccio, one of their better relievers. He's now hurt. Their best reliever, Mike King, he's now hurt. Clay Holmes had such a tale of two halves from like the middle of June and after or July or something like that. He was just awful. He's also hurt. <laughs> Chad Green's still hurt. He's done. Britain's done. Chapman sucks. He's probably not going to be on the roster. They had a lot of suck in there, and they had a lot of good. Um, I, I don't trust a ton of guys. I think Efros has been good. Scott Efros. I think Lou Trevino has, has been good when he gets a clean inning. Um, and again, a lot of the other guys who I think are good are hurt. So it's really Efros, uh, maybe Lasagna and, uh, Trevino when he, Trevino, when he gets a clean inning. But yeah, like two, two, maybe three pitchers right now. But Peralta is, I think he's due back for the ALDS, so there's another one I trust. But yeah, just some guys are hit, some guys are missed. So at the end of the day, it was a good year for the pen, B, uh, a B grade, B. And then overall, the the New York Yankees at 99-63, winning percentage, first place in the East by seven games, a 240 run differential, and then second place in the American League seating overall. I gave him an A minus. I thought the Yankees. Whoops. I thought they had themselves a year. Um, a lot of ups and downs, right? They started so well. They went forty nine and sixteen to begin the year. Then, as soon as they started facing around that Astros series, maybe a little before, they started playing the first Astros series. When they were playing, uh, I think a couple series before the first Houston series, they played Toronto. That was when Castro and Peralta didn't pitch well and they blew it. That kind of started a, a very inconsistent stretch for the Yankees where they pay, played below 500 ball the rest of the way, really until they found a rhythm in early September and they finished out the year strong. So it was it was a long, streaky roller coaster for the Yankees, but 
they found a way to 99 wins, so uh, and they did win the division by seven games in one of the tougher divisions, if not the toughest division in baseball. So I can't be too harsh on them, and I give them an A minus. Um, but at the end of the day, they are going to be graded. They're going to be graded by what they do in the playoffs, right? And we all know that. So we'll see how far this goes. Um, I don't have the utmost confidence, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to root like hell. When I go to the game Tuesday night, I'll be sitting in section 205, upper deck right field. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. So with that said, guys, um, if my tablet allows me to and doesn't continue to fucking lag, we're going to go over the postseason roster. Um, a bit of a prediction as well as a bit of what I think they should do. It's kind of a mix. So... 26 men by the time October comes around. And I have, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching the podcast, my own little um, roster. So it's kind of, again, it's, it's kind of what I think they should do combined with what they probably will do. It's a little bit of both. So I've got Jose Trevino, catcher, starting catcher. Anthony Rizzo starting first base. Gleyber Torres starting at second base. IKF starting at shortstop uh, because they're probably going to do that. Josh Donaldson, they're probably going to start him at third. Stanton, DH, Judge in right field, Bader in center field, Cabrera in left field. And then off the bench, I have five guys. Um, I'm carrying less pitchers. I know that's controversial. Um, DJ off the bench. Anywhere in the infield he can play. Good contact bat to come off the bench. I think he's a solid off the bench bat. Um, Oswald Peraza. Oswald Peraza. I think they should pick him up. I think they should keep him on the roster. I have him at shortstop. Matt Carpenter, DH off the bench. Um, come in, pinch hit. Maybe start a game here and there. I got Kyle Higgy catching off the bench. Obviously, you need an extra catcher. Um... Is Ben Morfitt a real person? <laughs> and then Tim LaCastro. I'm carrying him over uh, Aaron Hicks because I'm done with Hicks and I think LaCastro has got a ton of speed. So he could be an important guy to come off the bench and, and pinch run late in the playoff game. So those are your 14 position players that I'm carrying. All right. Trevino, Rizzo, Torres, Falefa, Donaldson, Stanton, Judge, Bader, Cabrera, DJ, Peraza, Carpenter, Iggy, and LaCastro. As we go to the pitching staff, I'm carrying 12 pitchers. The four starting pitchers I'm going to carry consist of Nestor Cortez starting, Luis Severino two, Garrett Cole is the game three starter, and Domingo is going to be my game four guy. Now I know they're probably going to start game one with Cole. Okay, I get it. I don't think they should, but they're going to, most likely. And then in the bullpen, we got Wandy Peralta, Lucas Lickey, Jamison Tyone, Clay Holmes, Lou Trevino, Scott Efros, Clark Schmidt, and Johnny Loisaga. So you got one lefty out of the pen, one lefty in your rotation, and you got one lefty bat in Rizzo and a switch hitting bat in Cabrera. Overall, 14 position players, 12 pitchers. That equals the 26-man roster that I think the Yankees should go with and that the Probably will go with. You can make a case they'll probably bring Marwin. You can make a case that they'll even bring Hicks along. Um, but I don't think they'll bring Hicks. 
Um, Marwin's probably uh, likely. I hope they don't take him over Peraza. But they could do a few things. Um, this is just probably the, the, the best, in my opinion, it's probably the best roster to carry. I think this should be the roster they bring out there. Um, and it starts on, again, Tuesday night, and this is the official postseason picture here. We got up on the screen. Um, yeah, man. So the Yankees will be in the ALDS. They get to buy as the two seed, as the division winner. And they are going to play the winner of the Tampa Bay-Cleveland series, which is a now it's a three-game wildcard series that begins on Friday the 7th. That's going to be fun, and I cannot wait to watch these games. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't really have a true opinion on who i rather play. Whoever they gave us, let's go. Whoever wins that series, I'm ready for. I feel like Tampa's always been a pest. They're always a thorn in our side, and they've obviously defeated the Yankees in the postseason before. Um, they've got just annoying players, and they just it seems like they're just that team that you can see upsetting the Yankees. Cleveland, I'm not as scared of, but they do have Jose Ramirez. Um, that's always a thing. And you never know. So uh, I'm not going to try to make any predictions. I'm not going to try to dive too deep into it and, and overanalyze this shit. I'm just going to let the postseason play out as it is and root like hell for the Yankees. Guys, that's it for the first uh, first portion of the show. All right, so in the second half of the show, we are going to get to the interview, or just the conversation, rather, between Dom Randazzo and I. We had a conversation, or we're going to as I'm recording. Now, as you are listening, it already happened. But... um. You know, going to talk sports betting, going to talk the Yankees in the playoffs, how we think their season went, and, and a few other things. So, hope you guys enjoyed the show, and I hope you enjoy the second half of it coming up right now. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Before we wrap it up, though, figured we wrap it up with our NYY, NYK, MMA question of the day. Let's get to it. All right, so for this episode, episode 414 of BD4, our question of the day. Bernie Williams leads the Yankees all-time for career home runs in the postseason with 22, and Mickey Mantle third with 18. Who is second with 20? Bernie Williams leads the Yankees all-time for career home runs in the postseason with 22, and Mickey Mantle third with 18. Who is second with 20? So let me know the answer wherever you can reach me. If you get the answer correct, I'll give you a shout out in the next show. If you don't get it correct, but at least attempt to guess the answer, I'll let you know what the answer is. One last time, Bernie Williams leads the Yankees all time for career home runs in the postseason with 22. And Mickey Mantle third with 18. Who is second with 20? All right, guys, that's it. Let's get to the second half of the show. And I hope you guys enjoy it, too. Thanks. All right. I think I have my Stanton shirt somewhere. I don't think you I have a Stanton it. shirt. I have a Stanton. All fucking people. 
Yeah, I have a my um, am I lagging or like choppy? No, no, no. Uh, the video is yeah, little, but it's just because Zoom oh. is kind of shitty. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing that. All right. Oh Jesus Christ, I'm tired now. <laughs> I had to just go on somebody else's show Jesus. for like an hour. All right, let me just. All right, good. Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch the games tomorrow to see who we face up against? Um, I mean, I'm oh, it's it's a series off. anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Oh shit. The game is on at nine a.m. for me at least, so like I'll be working, but oh. I can have the TV right. on, so like I'll I'll have it on and I'll be like kind of watching day. it. Yeah, I'll be watching it a little bit. All right. Um, I, I want to go over all these bets. Oh, the right. The whole bets from the preseason? From the ones we did in the, in the, in the preseason. Um, first, <laughs> first, I just I just, I just, just want to get your overall thoughts on the regular season. Um, you know, just the, the normal bullshit, what you think of the regular season and what you think we have a chance to do or not do in the playoffs. Um, regular season was, I don't even know. Like, I don't really care about the regular it was, season. Yeah, it was typical Yankees. It was just like, yeah, like, they're good. Like, they're clearly a good team. Like, they're not, like, some shitty team. Like, I don't know, the D-backs. Um, <laughs> like, every year they're going to be, like, a, a considered, like, a good team in the league, which is what they are now, which is what you expect. Um, I don't really have anything to say over the regular season. Like the only thing different, like this year from the last like five years, yeah. is um judges season. That's like the only difference, honestly. Yeah. Um. Let's see, postseason. Yeah. I think they're good enough to lose to Houston in the ALCS. Yeah. I think they should be anybody else. In the ALDS, and I don't think they're going to win a World Series. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much the sum of it. <laughs> I honestly like they should beat anybody in the ALDS, but if they lost to like, uh, well, they're not going to play Toronto. But if they lost to either one of those teams, like, I wouldn't be shocked. Cleveland or Tampa. <laughs> Right. Like they should be either one of those teams, but like if they lost, I wouldn't be like uh, brutally yeah. shocked by it. I don't know. I mean, they, they really should. Those they teams should suck. Yeah. Um, no, they do. But the bullpen, our bullpen's not good. Yeah. I mean, even the guys who are supposed to be decent are going to be just coming back from injury. So right. it's like, how how is that going to work? But Let's let's go over these these fucking bets because apparently I don't know shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, the first one I have here, I did a pretty good job on. Um, it was it was um, it was Glaber Torres <laughs> over two seventy four uh, yeah. or two seventy five, and I and I hit the under, and you hit Smart. the under, but I won because yeah. I think he batted I don't know two sixty maybe. Yeah, it was like 258 or whatever. Yep. Which 
which you know considering how shit he was in he like was july so and bad. august he kind of you know looked a lot better at the end there he really did um he was down in like wasn't he down at like like he, 230 he was down to 236 i checked before yeah. and he's, that's so who he is cool. man that's who he is he just gets hot he's not focused and when he focuses he's pretty good right yeah I yeah that was a good pick 275 yeah, i don't know what the fuck now in there after looking the last that, two years yeah i don't know because looking at that now 275 is like pretty high for mlb like overall yeah like if you hit 280 like that's like <laughs> that's like really good nowadays and like yeah i don't know what i was thinking honestly that was stupid but <laughs> whatever i mean, montgomery <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking i went over 12 and a half wins um, I don't even think he had more than three with the Yankees. Yeah, I think um, he was at like three or four. Yeah, that flopped. And I don't know if he got to even like ten if you combine with this Cardinals wins. No, I mean, I mean, he pitched good. Yeah, he, still, he, I know he had like like three wins, like in yeah. June, he had like three wins. Um, the next one, uh, I guess this one was close. The Giancarlo Stanton one, do you have? The home runs, yeah. Yeah, 33 and a half. And you said under. I knew. <laughs> I just knew he was going to hit the DL at least yeah, one time. Like, you was, know, he's just going to miss like a month yeah. or two every single year. And unless he's on pace to hit like 45. That was smart by you. That, that was very number. smart. So you hit the under there. And what did he finish with, 30? 30. 30. It's actually considering he missed – 60 percent of the year it's kind of a lot of home runs yeah Uh, but he just didn't hit um aaron hicks played over 117 games dom he fucking played full season and i got that nailed unbelievable (laughs) i think he ended up playing like like 122 so like you barely got it but still like going into the season i know you have to think he like but he didn't go on the DL one time. But it's like he had his worst season ever, <laughs> and he played a career high in games. How the fuck right. do you let that happen? I don't know, because he never got hurt. That's the reason why. It's insane. Oh, my God. And then the, the next one is – we'll skip over. That's from that's from opening day. Who really cares? You won that. Um, right. Stanton, you also took the under on 150Ks because you knew he would get hurt. Smart. <laughs> I think he barely was under that. He too. almost got it too. I know. Almost, yeah, that's that's actually impressive. He almost got that one. I think he had 130 uh, something. Um, how many it, games oh, did he end up playing? Maybe like 120, 115. I think maybe. one. Yeah, something like that. 110. Um. Oh boy, this this is a fun one. Good Jesus job, by Christ, you. the Birdman. Mm-hmm. I I forget why. Why did I? Wow. Why did I, I put it over? I don't know. I said over 16 and a half games for Gregory Bird. Who, is he even like uh No, he's he's not with the team. He's not even on a team. He's got he's a free agent. He's gone. He's done. His career's over. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be in Japan next year. Um <laughs> I don't even think he'll be in Japan. No. He's bad. 
Oh my god, that was bad. What was I thinking? Seventeen games. Where was that going to happen? I don't know. Who's our first first baseman? Oh, Rizzo on Rizzo, opening. and then you have DJ. So why would Greg even be a thought? I don't know. That was bad. Gary Sanchez um, did not hit two fifteen, so you won that. <laughs> I think you said he was two oh three. Um, yeah, he was at two oh three on like the last day of the season. So unless he went like four for four the other day, no, that still wouldn't do. Two oh five. Yep. There you go. Went two for five yesterday. Good for him. Oh, good. And then five, 16 home runs, 16, 61 RBIs. That's horrible. How many games did he play? 128. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the most he's ever played in a season, and he hits yeah. 16 home runs and hit 205. Yeah. That is horrible. Elite power. How about, um, do you have Aaron Boone? Four and a yeah. half. Injection. Yeah, he, he hit that like months ago. <laughs> he did. did you get over? Did I? Oh, yeah. No, I had over. Oh, I hit the under on that. I think oh, he yeah. had like five last year. So yeah, that's he why was... he took the under. Yeah, he, he was, he got ejected a few times. And oh, geez. Jesus, Robert. Brett Gardner rostered by May. Oh, man. <laughs> That didn't yeah, happen. That was a, another great pick by Carbone. Yes, thanks. That was that Thank was rough. God yeah, that, that was happen. no. Yeah, I, I had I had concern if, there too. If they signed him, they never would have brought up Cabrera. Right. That's or traded yeah. for Bader. Oof. Yeah. Now you're right. He would have been the guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What oh. a disaster. Oof. That That's been. actually a good job by Brian. Yes. Good, good. That's good. Good job, Brian. Um, where are we? IKF, do you yeah. have that? Oh, IKF hits. Yeah, I think he was just under. Let me look at what he got. Exactly. I said over 174 and a half. He might have been under that by a bit. Yeah, 126. So not even really close. Not even close. Nope. Uh, I feel like he would have gotten close. Wow. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's. Geez, I'm taking losses. Uh, I got the next one. I got Chapman under 26 and a half saves. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was kind of easy to do. That was very yeah. um, worst season of his career by far. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse every year, though. Um, and 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 the next one. Oh my! Do you have Big Joey Bats on there? For 89, 89 and a oh. half RBIs, and I said he was going to hit more. Over. Horrible, horrible, horrible pick. Can you check for me what he ended with? Yeah, let's see here. I'm going to say like 60. Tops. <laughs> 47. With the oh Yankees only or with both? Nah, total. 24 with the Bombers and 23 with the no Dodgers. No shit. He had 47 RBIs? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He hit 162 with the Dodgers and 159 yeah. with the Yankees. Oh, my God. I didn't think he had 47. 
So I was, I was, I was way off. Way off. By half. The only thing he did better on the Dodgers is hit. Let me see here. Now, like, his pace was, like, the same. He sucked. And then, um, and then the last one, right? There's only one more. Yeah, Loisaga. Johnny Lasagna with 14 oh, yeah, I and a half that. saves and, and yeah. it under, and you were right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what the fuck else. I, I think I thought he was going to take over the spot. For you were right that somebody else is going to get saves. Yeah. The person. It ended up being Clay. Yeah. And he sucks too now. So yeah, he 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 really does suck. They don't even have a closer. No. What what the f- I mean, who are you closing with? Are you who am I closing are with? Are you going with Lewisica? No, I would close with F Ross. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's that's fair. That's who I would close with. He's been pretty but he's a he's literally a rookie, so like yeah, he shit himself in the playoffs. Oof, that's tough. Uh, all right. Well, if you were to grade how the Yankees, no, nah, fuck the grade. I want to talk about the postseason. Who would you rather face? I, I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know too much about Cleveland. So they have Jose Ramirez. Um, in Tampa Bay, I always feel like Tampa Bay's just been a thorn in their side. They have the potential to just keep beating us because they beat us before um if there is one team who can beat us between those two who is it mm-hmm. probably the rays just because they, they've done it in the past yeah although i think they are like kind of similar teams like <clears throat> the indian the indians i'll call them the indians they have no, we don't call it here we're inclusive no, we're Indians. trying to be politically correct, so we need you to call them either the Cleveland baseball team or the Guardians, please. Thank you. Cleveland baseball team has Bieber, and the Rays have Glass now, who are like kind of similar yeah. pitchers. Um, I would, if either one was going to beat us, I'd probably bet on the Rays just because they've done it before, and the Rays are always kind of just like they always give the Yankees trouble. Um, Especially in the playoffs, so I would probably bet on that. Do you um? Do you think there's any shot that anybody but Garrett Cole pitches on Tuesday night? No shot. Uh, really? Yeah. You, if I would put betting odds on it, Garrett Garrett starting game one would be like minus five thousand. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ! There's no chance anybody other than him is starting. There's How no chance. How can they do that? <laughs> money, but dude, there's no sucked. chance. The guy sucked. Well, yeah, he does suck, but he makes three hundred and whatever yeah. million. So he just politics. He was penciled in in May. Yeah, you're not March. wrong. He was penciled in for game one in March. Okay, so are you going Cortez or Severino for game two? Cortez. Okay. Yeah, easily. I think Cortez. And well, I, think... I would no. I'm actually going Cortez game one. Yeah, That's I mean everyone fucking. Is, but... <laughs> yeah, and then Severino for game three, mm-hmm. and then uh, I guess they're going to do Tyone. They're going to do Tyone. Yeah, they're going to do Tyone. It's been in the bullpen, right? 
Um, which whatever, he was kind of average this year. They're like, but, I think they're both like, I think Herman's a little bit better than Tyone, but like right. Tyone can give up bombs. Yeah, he's not kinda, on. I mean, both they're, could, but they're both just like kind of inconsistent. Yeah, like you're not really like that confident in either one. I'd probably be more confident in Herman, honestly. But hopefully, by then whatever. we have at least two wins. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yes. I would not prefer going into that game with a down, yeah, or down. Well, um, if you're down two one, starting yeah. a game four with Tyon, it's not good. No, and, and the bad thing is you can't. You have to go back to Cole after that. Oh, so oh, yeah. Unless you get the extra day, you can go Cortez, but. I don't know what the schedule is, but Jesus. And, and there's probably need, days off. Yeah, but they they need to they need to rely more on their starters in the postseason because I don't like the bullpen. They have to cut the matchup shit out. They have to stop the 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 whole third time through the order garbage, and just let these guys throw six plus. And, yeah, and the pitch count garbage. Yes, like Cortez cannot be getting pulled out like eighty two pitches. No. no, through like six innings. It, it, but it's just, it's all numbers. It's all lefty righty. It's matchups. It's numbers versus this guy. It's it's fucking. I just know they're gonna rely on their bullpen too much. And the problem with using four, five, six guys every night out of the relief, the, the bullpen is, one of them is probably gonna be off. And or two science. With this yeah, bullpen, it's probably two guys because they're not right. <laughs> And if you go around the lineup. Who's I mean, obviously Aaron Judge had a great year. Do you have like an X factor who you think might produce in the playoffs? X factor. Maybe somebody who's gonna like I determine don't... how they do. <laughs> obviously Judge. Um yeah, that's that's the easy pick. I think Cabrera could be, and I think Bader could be as well. I feel like Bader could like yeah, yeah. Get on base like late in the game, steal a base, and maybe make a run yeah. happen or something like that. I, I feel like Cabrera it. just like has it in him to get a big a hit. Run. Yeah, I could just and, see it on Tuesday. I could, see and it. I feel like Falefa, like I maybe not like get a big hit, but just like have a big like put after that bat, just like move somebody over a sack fly or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I have no clue why I, I'm picking him. I just have this gut feeling that the rain man is going to make it rain <laughs> in the playoffs, baby. And no. I'm sticking with my guy, Josh Donaldson, man, because <laughs> everyone's hating on him. And he's going to go out there and he's going to rake. And he's just going to oh. he's gonna earn his contract. And he's going to bat over 400 this postseason. So I'm going to nah. say it now. Um, the rain man's going to yeah. make it rain. He's going to get pitches because I don't think – Oh, yes. I think Judge is going to lead off. So, I think that's, you know – Yeah. I think most pitchers aren't going to want to start the game off coming out of the stretch. So, I think he'll get pitches. But I still think they're going to be careful to him. So, I think – I think yeah, guys like Donaldson and Falefa and Cabrera are going to, you know, get more pitches they hit. Um. So what's your what's your you don't have to go in order, but what's your starting lineup? Like who's starting at each position for you? 
go around the diamond. Hedger, Trevino. Yes. Outfield is has to be Bader, Judge. I'd probably go Cabrera. Right. Infield, Falefa's going to start. Torres yeah. is going to start at second. Rizzo's yeah. going to start at first. Stan's going to DH. And I know that they're going to DH. Uh, they're going to play Donaldson at third. So do I don't know where think, he's going to play. Yeah. Do you think that um, Peraza has any shot to make it? You don't he think might so. make the roster, but he's not going to play. And he's going to make the roster over somebody. Over like a Marwin Gonzalez. <laughs> I, think I don't know. Him. Like, th- think about the infielders. I think. I think they'll carry Hicks. So, like, I, there's I think no having, fucking way. I think they're going to carry Hicks. No, there's no way that guy's playing. He's no, not well, gonna be... he's not going to play, but I think they're going to carry him as as. Why would they waste an outfield spot? That's way too valuable. You could just. <laughs> I would rather have Tim LaCastro just pinch run. And well, he's going to be on it. He's going to be on it. But you're gonna just so like both. like as a pinch runner only. What's Hicks useful for? Nothing. Okay. How could you carry him? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but also, I saw Carpenter might like is going to play. He's going to be there. So like, I think he's just. We just listed all these guys like. Donaldson, LeMahieu, or Carpenter is going to have to sit. Two of those guys. I, 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 I have, game. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be LeMahieu and Donaldson. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, LeMahieu and, and fucking Carpenter. Um, right. Carpenter, I don't know that he's going to be the same. It, you know, he's 36. The dude just had months off. So I, he broke his foot, whatever. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a pinch hitter. Yeah, he'll, he'll pinch hit and shit. Against um, righties, yeah, and and you know, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I I think I I think I go Carpenter on the bench, Lemayhu on the bench, and Peraza. I, I think you have to put him on the bench. I don't want to see Gonzalez. Gonzalez very useful for anything, <laughs> and they're probably going to put Higashioka because you need two catchers. Yeah, on the bench. Um, yeah. I think, I think LaCastro will be on the bench for running only. So how many guys on the bench? Five. Five. I think so. Yeah. So you got to carry 12 pitchers, that means. Yeah. Do you think Clark Schmidt makes it? There's a chance. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it might be him or uh, Castro. Well, let's I don't see. even know if Castro's going to make it because he just came back and he sucks too. Who? Oh, Castro. Miguel Castro. Oh, there's no yeah. way that guy's going to make the roster. Yeah, he wasn't even part of the team most of the year. Yeah. Then I think Schmidt can make it. I don't know if he's going to like play. Um, yeah. Pitch. It, it's. And they need a lefty, so Licky will probably be on there. Lucas. Oh yeah, Boom loves him. Oh yeah, so it's it's probably going to be Peralta, Licky, Herman, uh, Clay Holmes, Trevino, Chapman, uh, Ch- Chapman. Yeah, I think Chapman will be on it for sure. Oh my gosh, um, Loaiza, 
Zach Efros, uh, uh, and that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah. Unless we're missing somebody, some There's, other garbage reliever. No, they can't put Chapman on there. I think they're going to. There was there was talks of of him being DFA in like September, so I don't think they're going to put him on there. I I'd be shocked if they don't. No, that's got to be one of our bets. Let's 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 do two dollars each for for Hicks, and I'm going to say Hicks and Chapman do not make it. Um, Hicks and Chapman. Okay, two dollars each on. That's each a of parlay. Those guys. Parlay that. So two dollars. Okay, so they both have to make it. You say correct, and I say no to that. Okay, no so shot. if one of them makes it, then I I win. And then no, 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 no. Both have to make it for you. Okay, so if if either one is not, if it goes one and one, then we both lose. Oh, I see what you mean. So you know, we might as well just split that up and go one and one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that must do. <laughs> okay, all right. So you say. So what do you say for Hicks? Hicks will not make it. Okay. And I also say Chapman will not make it. I think Chapman is going to be making the roster. Okay. Okay, let me think about Hicks. I think Hicks is going to make it. That's fucking insane. That's insane. (laughs) I think he is. No. All right. Well, that's that's two. (laughs) Um, I I want to do another one. I want to do Aaron Judge on Tuesday night, three total bases or more. You want to do that one? Do walks count? No, hits. It has to be accumulated by hits. I'll take the under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let me put this. Let me put this down. Hold on. Hicks. We have three. Right. Make it. Do you have anyone? Anything? Um, no, I have three. All right, Judge, three bases. If you think of one, just text me because I'll put it on here. Yeah, I, I think Judge gets it. All right, how about how about how about Garrett Cole? Um, less than four runs, three runs or less for Cole. Do you go over three, uh, over two and a half or under two and a half? Two and a half or three and a half. Uh, what should I do? What should we do? Three and a half or two and a half? <laughs> I mean, um, his ERA is 3.5. So all right, so like, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. I'll, I'll hit the, um, what are you hitting? What, what... That's tough. Oh, I'll just do the opposite. I feel like it depends who they play. All right. So we'll sit on that one. Okay. Um, who pitches in the ninth inning? We'll just have that be one, and then you can select. You tell me one guy, and I'll pick another guy. And if it's either in game one, yeah, that'll be one. Who pitches in the ninth? Jesus Christ! You have to think about if they're winning the game or not. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Um, fuck. I'm gonna say Lo Isaac. Okay, I'll go. Um, what's that for us? I keep forgetting Scott Efros. Calling him fucking Zach for some fucking reason. Scott Efros is is gonna be my closer for. He's probably. I'm gonna say he pitches game one. Okay. All right. 
if they're losing like five to two, it's gonna be Litke. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be Luke after um, Cole gives up his his four earned runs. It, it'll either be Licky or Clark. Yeah, he makes it. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's see that. Um, do you think Stanton's gonna? This is just a general question. Do you think Stanton's gonna hit? Mm. He fucking rakes in the playoffs for some yeah, reason. It's tough to say because he's been so horrible this season. Yeah. But like the last like week, he's been good. And it is also tough to say, like it it's it's it could literally be three or four games. Like you, anybody could do nothing in four games. Right. Like it's really tough to say. I feel like he'll just be like kind of average, like yeah. He might hit like 250 and like maybe like one home run this series. What do you think Judge does? That's that's going to be very interesting to me. I think he's going to be pretty much the same player. I think he's going to draw. Oh, we have 10 minutes left here. Um, um, I think he's going to get walked a lot. I don't think he's going to see a lot of pitches. Although, as I said before, I think him leading off, especially in a playoff game, I don't think pitchers are going to want to lead off walk a guy and immediately go into the uh, stretch. Right. Throw off a lot of guys. So I think, like, some pitchers are just going to have to, like, choose, like, do I want to throw to this guy? Or, like, should I just walk him and, and just start the game from the stretch? I think it'll, it'll, he'll be, like, more or less, like, what he's been all season. Okay. So... All right, yeah, I have I have uh, Donaldson as my X factor. Who did you say your X factor was? I didn't pick one guy. Um, if I had to pick one guy, I'm gonna say it's between either Cabrera or Bader. Yeah, <laughs> Cabrera. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say Cabrera. All right. Um. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think Rizzo has a good postseason? I think if he's healthy, I don't know. He because he, he's hitting right behind Judge, so you have to figure he's gonna. He's gonna see pitches. Gonna see. I feel like he's a type of player that probably is better in the postseason than the regular season. In the regular season, like he does not hit for average at all. He just hits no. homers. That's the thing, because Judge is probably going to be on base a lot of the time when he's up, so he's going to have right. a lot of RBI opportunities. Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy that will like lock in and just like get the job done, like whatever needs yeah, to could. be done. Yeah. All right. So who's? Who, I need. I need a final. Um, Cabrera. Okay, you got Cabrera, but I need. I need before I wrap it up because we only got five minutes. Um, seven minutes. I need a final prediction of, of what's going to happen in the postseason overall all the teams who's facing in the World Series who's winning how many games Houston versus <laughs> I want to say Houston Houston for sure I'm saying the NL is going to be either the Braves or the Dodgers I'm going to go. It's tough for me to say. I feel like I want to say the Dodgers. Um, yeah, but they never win. 
They I know they choke. The I know they do. And nobody cares about 2020. Yeah, that was a so fake year. <laughs> they, I, I think it's going to be the Braves. You think the Braves are going to go back to back? Was it Braves Houston last year? Yes. So that's not going to happen again. There's the, no, the odds are not. So I'm going to say St. I'm going to say fucking St. Louis. I don't know. I think they're going to pull something out of their ass. All right. I'm okay. Louis. Yeah. Okay. I say Houston Dodgers. And then you think Houston wins? Yeah, they'll probably win. It's tough to say. In All that right. series. I think Dodgers would have home field, which doesn't matter that much in baseball. Oh, that's so tough. <laughs> I don't know. That's like flip a coin, honestly. It is. I'll say. Fuck. It's got to be Houston. Yeah, no. I'm going to say Dodgers. It's got to be Houston. They just. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Verlander is just too fucking unstoppable. I know. I know. Every year he's insane. He's a fucking horse. I just think the Dodgers lineup is insane. Yeah. Freeman, Turner, Betts. Betts. Bellinger? Is he still good? Is he even good anymore? No, Bellinger is like worse than Gary Sanchez. Um, Big Joe Gallo, of course. Yep. Um, they have uh, Justin Turner. Wow. Uh, do they still have who's their rotation behind Kershaw? Tony Gonsolin. Okay, yeah, guy, he's very good. Anderson, um, Dustin May. Right. Right. Yeah, they don't have a chance. Oh, Urias. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy with the goggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, doesn't sound promising for the Bombers, no, but we will root, root, root. Of course. We're Yankees which, fans. Which game are you going to? I'm going to Tuesday. Tuesday. And I'm going to try to go to uh, okay. game one of each round if I can. But oh, we got to take that day by day. Game one of the ALCS is not going to be in New York. Oh, that's oh, true. Hey, you're going to go to Texas. I'm going to try to I want to try to fucking figure something out there. I really do. I, I want to. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to end soon. So let me just end the recording. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. That's going to be it for episode 413 of the podcast. I'm sorry, uh, 414 of the podcast. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now, too. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA on weekends. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. I appreciate you stopping by. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And also, real quick, I just want to plug this in there. If you guys are a fan of the Yankees and you're sick of hearing my um, recycled voice, I don't know what that adjective was, um... Go listen to Yankee Crazy Podcast. Greg Gill's got a fantastic podcast. Uh, he's on there a couple of times a season. And when uh, when he puts an episode up, it's usually fantastic. Because I'm on there a lot. 
<laughs> no. Uh, I was on there earlier today, so if you want to check that out, it should be out in the next couple of days. Check out Yankee Crazy Podcast on all the usual listening platforms. So Greg does a great job. So um, just go and subscribe to his podcast and download his episodes. So thanks, guys, for tuning into this one, uh, BD4 episode 414. Uh, again, we had a guest on the show, Don Randazzo, and I just talked some baseball, talked Yankees. And um, earlier in the show, we went over the report cards. Guys, that's it. Hope you enjoy the show, and I'll see you when I see you. All right, ciao. This episode was brought to you by Anchor.